The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning, while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. But they did not yet understand the scripture that he had that he had to rise from the dead. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. After you seated. Uh, good morning, everybody. Why are we here? We should be in bed, <laughs> shouldn't we? If you forgive me, I'm running a four-hour sleep right now. So, well, praise the Lord. And that's a great question for us though, to ask: Why are we even here when we should be in bed in our in our warm blankets, tucked in, or if we're early riser, at least having a cup of coffee by this time? But here we are, out in the freezing cold, bugs all over the place, huh? But that's a huge question. Why are we here? Or even to get a little deeper, why are we even Christian to begin with? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Why are we even Christian to begin with? You know, a couple of months ago, and I think I, think I told you guys a story, I went out backpacking with a group of uh, dads, Catholic dads, and they're a part of this called the St. Troops of St. George. And when you're camping with a bunch of guys, you know, you start talking. And all of these guys were all young dads. They all had young kids. And in the conversation, when, when you're camping, you just you just talk, talk and talk. Talk about the deep stuff. And one of the dads asked, Father, he had four young kids. How do we raise our kids as strong Christian? How do we raise them up? And it was a beautiful question because here's this young dad, got these four beautiful kids, and he tried to raise them up, especially in a culture which is totally hostile 
to their values? How do we raise them up to maintain strong their strong faith? Because, by the way, the biggest, fastest growing religious group in the United States right now are the non-affiliated. We call them the nuns, right? The ones that have, they have no religion at all. They don't identify with anything. And so here are these young dads trying to raise up, but how do I model the Christian faith to them? And so we all thought about that question. Like, how, yeah, how do we raise strong kids in the faith? And I, and I asked the dad, I said, do your kids know why you're Catholic, by the way? And, and it was like a, a light dawned on his face. He said, huh. Because that's usually a gap, especially when we raise our kids in the faith. Yeah, we take them to church and we tell them to go to catechism class and we tell them to do this and we tell them to do that. To do that. But have you ever sat down with your kids and told them why you have faith in Jesus Christ? Why? And, I, and all of a sudden he thought about it. Because especially for all of you here, we have young kids. And it's hard for us, especially when we're teenagers, we think that our parents are irritating. <laughs> we think that they're always just, just throwing all of this stuff at us all the time. But every ask your parent, any parent here, why do you do what you do with your kids? Why do you feed them? Why do you clothe them? Why do you take them to church? Well, it's because you want their best. You want them to be great adults. You want them to be thriving. You want them to be successful. You want your kids to have the greatest life they could possibly have. Any parent would say that. And so I told the dad, your kids know why you love Jesus. Why are we here again? In this freezing cold when we could be anywhere else. And I think as you parents, as, as you think about that question, it's because our Lord somehow satisfies a deeper desire. You know, one of the great arguments for Christianity, and it's not the most intellectual, rigorous ones, but C.S. Lewis popularized it. He called it the argument from desire. Notice now, every single one of us, we all have desires, don't we? We all have a desire for food. And so, there's such thing as fried chicken. Right? There's a desire for it. We, get, we, we desire for, 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 we get thirsty, we desire for for something to drink, there's such thing as beer <laughs> or water, right? Or if you're healthy, you know, uh, a juice blend of some kind, I don't know, whatever you drink. <laughs> but there's always a corresponding desire that we all have, and there's a satisfaction which correlates to that, that exists in the world. But notice now the human being is entirely different. Every human being desires something more infinite and the frustrating thing about life is that we go off in all these different directions try to satisfy this deep longing that we have with what I mean we, and, and you know if you if you hear me preaching I always talk about the the classic substitutes of God which we try to satisfy the desire money power honor pleasure those are the four classic substitutes for God Money, power, honor, pleasure. 
We run around the world, try to we get this digable desire, says, oh, okay, fine, I need more money, right? But the billionaires tell us money doesn't bring us happiness. We want more stuff, so we buy a bigger house. I think I need a bigger house. Oh, no, no, I, I need the latest truck. Give me that big old truck, right? Bigger tires. I want to lift it. Then I'll be happy. No. Honor. Oh, I want to be beautiful so people can look at me. Hey, everybody, look at me. Look how beautiful I am. Aren't I amazing? How come you're not looking at me over there? Hey, look at me. Look. <laughs> Who cares? Pleasure. Oh, that's a huge one. If I can just satisfy every bodily urge in me. If I can drink as much alcohol as I can. huh? If I can just stuff my body with as much drugs as I can. But what happens? We know. The buzz wears off. Why am I Christian? Because in Jesus Christ, there's a satisfaction of an internal desire within, I'll speak for myself, within my human heart. Because no matter where I go, I try to spy all these different desires that I have. It's all fleeting, it all goes away. And here and now lies the beauty of the resurrection of Jesus. Who comes now to satisfy the deepest longing of the human heart. And we keep running away from him. Why? Because we're dumb. Well, at least I'll say it. I'm dumb. And so I try to go everywhere else to satisfy the desires. But Christ and the joy of the resurrection, why we're out here, Notice now as the sun rises, which is an ancient symbol of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Why in the gospel today you heard Mary Magdalene who runs to the tomb, right? First, in the, in the dawn, as, as, as the sun was breaking the horizon. Because she was going to Jesus, whom she loved, even though at that point, he was dead to her. Ah, but he was risen. The desire of the human heart there, embodied in Christ. God in his divinity, incarnated in Christ. God raising up, destroying our greatest enemy. So my brothers and sisters, that's why I'm out here in the cold, hungry, shivering, when I should be in bed. Ah, but there's something greater than a warm bed or a cup of coffee. And it's Jesus Christ at the end of the day. And that is why we're here. And we're about to receive the greatest gift that he left his church. Himself in the Holy Eucharist. The Eucharist is Jesus himself. The risen Lord. The one who was alive. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.